You know, believe it or not, this is the 100th episode of Lockdown Cardinals since I have become the host. That's kind of crazy, right? You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 100 episodes. Uh, You know, it took me a little bit longer than most to uh, hit that milestone. I took some time off in the middle of the season. We had a a loss in the family. But hey, we're still here. It's September. The Cardinals still rolling, beating down the the Giants. We'll dip into that game here in just a little bit. Second segment, we're going to talk about just how bad the pitching hasn't been for St. Louis. I mean, I guess really it could have been a whole lot worse. My name is Moose Michaels, by the way. Actually, I do go by Moose Michaels on the air, but a lot of people also know me as Mike. Moose is just a nickname. It's the on-air name. But call me Mike, call me Moose, call me whatever it is that uh, fits the bill for you. I'm okay. I answer to just about anything. Follow me on Twitter, at Moose Michaels. Uh, the show's also on Twitter. And locked on STL. Email me, Moose, at onairwithmoose.com. Sure do appreciate you listening to the show. Rate, review, and subscribe in uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. And leave a five-star review. Doesn't hurt anything. Helps me out. Makes you feel good because you turn to kindness during the day. It's the way we got to do it, right? Uh, you know... It's uh, podcasting is such a such an interesting thing because in all my years in radio, a lot of times direct listener feedback wasn't readily available. Sure, people would call in and they would tell you what they think about what you're talking about at whatever the moment is. But as far as like an actual measurable, quantifiable thing like a review, now nah, there's not Yelp for radios. There, there's ratings, but not every station has access to ratings. Uh, it's a funny story before we get in all this baseball business. Uh, so as some of you know, my little boy is uh, dealing with a heart issue. And uh, we had to go try to get some uh, blood drawn today for a test. He's just over a year old. And on the way, my wife calls me up. And she says, do you know how long it's going to be till you get to the doctor's office? Because I, uh, I live just north of Nashville. The doctor's office is in Nashville. And if you've ever been to Nashville... You know just how bad the traffic can be because it's awful. Everybody's moving to Nashville. The traffic is just bad. And so I get out my, I, I don't use the GPS. I don't use maps. I just know where I'm going. Always been that way. I'm geographically inclined. And, uh, but I don't know how long it's going to take me. I always tell people I get there when I get there. So we get out the, uh, I get out the phone to uh, activate the GPS Completely flying through over my head is the fact that Tennessee has this uh, hands-free Tennessee thing going on. There's a law passed now. You can't use the device in the car. So while I'm trying to, uh, my, my wife's on the phone through the Bluetooth part of the phone. And while I'm trying to type in the address of this place, I hear a knock on the window because I'm sitting at a stoplight. I'm like, who's knocking on my, it's a cop. Yeah, to- totally, totally, totally busted. Anyway, I rolled down the window. He's like, man, do you want a ticket? Is it really worth it? Do you see how distracted you got? 
And I was like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And he, and he do get distracted. You don't think about it, but you get very distracted whenever you're, uh, whenever you're sitting there trying to uh, use your phone and drive. Anyway, he said he was on his way home, gave me a warning, no ticket. Whew. Anyway, fellas, let that be a lesson. Don't listen to your wife. Just go with what you know, right? All right. Uh, again, this is Lockdown Cardinals, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. And uh, let's get with it. Let's get to it with the three big things. Number one. So the Cardinals beat the Giants 10-0. An absolute beatdown. Giants looking apt. The Giants look like they didn't know what they were doing. The Cardinals, man. Any is every anybody out there seen Godzilla King of the Monsters? The new Godzilla film. Well, if you haven't, spoiler alerts, but at the end, obviously, Godzilla wins. Anyway, he comes out at the very end, and Godzilla's all, like, beefed up from this nuclear bomb. And uh, he just steps on Ghidorah's chest, causing him to explode into lightning. It's pretty much what the Cardinals did to the Giants today. Uh, yeah, Cardinals, 12, 12, uh, 12 hits, 10 runs, no errors. It was absolutely awesome, including a five-run third. Number two. Uh, Dakota Hudson, by the way, making an excellent start, picking up his 15th win. First Cardinal rookie to win 15 since Shelby Miller. And uh, continue that dominance. Not a lot of strikeouts, but definitely uh, continuing that success of young Cardinals pitching. Number three. And uh, finally, it was also a night of... uh, Setting some marks, getting close to some records. For instance, Yadier Molina caught his 152nd career shutout. Five behind Carlton Fisk for third place all-time among catchers. He also extended his hitting streak to 12 games. He's 20 for 46 over those 12 games, batting 435. He had an RBI single uh, in the third. Paul Goldschmidt raced out his 12th infield hit of the season. And uh, Paul DeYoung, this is a big one for Paul DeYoung. Homered on consecutive days for the sixth time this season. And he established new career highs with 26 home runs and 70 RBI. It was his second home run hit in the first uh, inning this season. And he's hit safely in 14 of 17 career games against San Francisco. Uh, His 70 home runs in his first three Cardinals seasons, third most among Cardinals homegrown players in their first three seasons behind Albert Pujols and Johnny Mize. Uh, This game, uh, the Cardinals did what they had to do. You know, we talked about this, uh, said, hey, the Cardinals have to go out. They got to win the series. You got to win the series against teams like the Giants. You got to win series against teams like the Buccos, which is uh, coming up next for them. Uh, even the Brewers, the Brewers uh, lost yesterday. So now they're now sitting seven and a half back at a first. The Brewers are done. You can kick dirt on the Brewers, get out the shovels. Uh, fans up in Milwaukee, I hate to say it, you might be able to play spoiler or something like that, but you're not getting back in this race. The, the Brewers are finished. I, I think we can all safely say that. Oh, man. The Cubs, though, are not. Cubs still sitting two and a half back behind St. Louis. And, uh, well, the Cardinals, they got to keep pace. They absolutely have to get out there. They got to make sure they're doing everything they can do to stay ahead of the Cubs. Because right now, a two and a half game lead when you get seven head to head games against the Cubs left, that's pretty scary. That is pretty scary indeed. That is not an insurmountable 
uh, number. In fact, even though uh, a lot of people are pegging the Cubs to walk away with that other wild card game, a lot of people still saying, you know, the Cubs are not out of this yet. The Cubs still got a chance to get the division, and they do. Uh, the Cardinals, as a matter of fact, I mean, I, they're both going to the postseason. I don't think there's any question about that. It's just going to be, are they going to the postseason as a wild card team, or are they going to the postseason as a uh, division winner? Oh, man. But overall, really good game. Uh, Dakota Hudson looking sharp. Six strong innings. Again, not a lot of strikeouts from him. Only two strikeouts. Extreme ground ball pitcher. Uh, Genesis Cabrera coming in uh, afterwards for three innings. I really thought he was going to get pulled there before the ninth. Uh, but, no, he uh, he did pretty good. You know, looked a lot, a lot sharper than he did the last time he was up trying to do uh, some starting. And uh, looked looked really good. Looked really, really good. Dakota Hudson, by the way. Man, it's like we talked about on yesterday's show. Right now, there's a there's a two-headed dragon at the top of the Cardinals lineup between Jack Flaherty and Dakota Hudson. And uh, when you take a look at the numbers, it may be that the Cardinals pitching isn't quite as bad as originally thought. It's true. It's very, very true. Uh, however, though, we're going to get to that in our next segment. I want to say a quick thank you to Bombas. Yeah, for uh, sponsoring this show. Bombas, of course, you know, they get what your feet daydream about. They make socks, and every pair of socks purchased, one pair is donated. You can buy your Bombas at B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash locked and get 20% off your first order. So a big thank you to Bombas out there. Also, uh, Postmates, they're a sponsor on today's show. By the way, if you've not tried Postmates yet, guys, you, I mean, this is like your get-out-of-jail-free card on your honey-do list. doesn't matter what you need. Postmates can deliver it. They're the largest on-demand network in the United States. And they offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, traditional retailers. Whatever it is, they can get it for you. Whatever it could possibly be that you want or need, Postmates has you covered. I'm serious. It doesn't matter if you need a brewski at 4. Maybe you need some food around 9. And then maybe you need some orange juice or something in the morning. I don't know. It's, it's whatever floats your boat. They'll go get it for you. And for a limited time right now, when you download Postmates, the app on iOS or Android, they're giving my listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Yeah, $100 free delivery credit. Get what you need, get it delivered for free on Postmates, $100 free delivery credit. To start your free deliveries, just download the app and use code LOCKEDON. Hey, welcome back to Lockdown Cardinals, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. My name's uh, Mike. Everyone calls me Moose, though. You can find me on Twitter at Moose Michaels. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show in Google and Apple Podcast, Spotify, your uh, smart device, your car, tinfoil hat, however it is you listen to your favorite podcast. If you got a way to rate and review it, five stars. You know, enough stars you can make a constellation out of. No one stars. We want five stars. That's what we do. Uh, I used to read all the uh, all the reviews. I did so recently, and it's a good it's a good reminder to maybe just concentrate on the show. Lots of good lots of good reviews out there. Some people though, some of the things you guys write 
Oh, man, it's funny. It does make me think critically, though, about the show that I'm doing. All right, uh, moving on. So yesterday we talked a little bit about how the Cardinals could have a, uh, a, a dual ace situation forming at the top of the lineup, or we did this week. Between uh, Dakota Hudson, who I envision as a solid number two guy behind your ace, Jack Flaherty, the Cardinals pitching is probably in as good a shape as it's going to be all season long. In fact, looking at it now and what we know, I don't know that you could have found something on the trade market that could have improved your pitching that much more. I mean, I advocated to go get Trevor Bauer. But you take a look at what Trevor Bauer has done for the Reds so far, and then you suddenly realize, oh, man, that's uh, maybe he's not quite as good as we thought. Now, there are park factors in that, too, you know, pitching at Great American Ballpark. However, Cardinals pitching has done really, really well for the team. Uh, Cardinals ranked 22nd in OPS with seven at 723 OPS. Uh, however, it's pitching has been what has kind of saved it from that OPS. Of course, if you don't know what that is, it's your on-base plus slugging, slugging. So you take your on-base percentage, yeah, stack it on top of your slugging percentage, and then you just add them together. And it's it's not a perfect, it's not a perfect view of uh, a team's offensive output or a player's offensive output. But it's pretty darn close. You know, how much are you hitting for power combined with how how much are you getting on base? Pretty good stuff. And the Cardinals, uh, for the most part, have not excelled at that this year. 22nd in uh, the league with the 723 OPS. Uh, but the pitching, on the other hand, especially since the All-Star break, has been excellent. In fact, Jack Flaherty, uh, and it's not just me saying this, Mark Saxon from The Athletic agrees, Flaherty has been the best pitcher in baseball since the break. And uh, like we've been talking about all week long, Hudson, a reliable 1A to Jack Flaherty. So if Flaherty's your ace, Hudson is your solid number two guy, your co-ace, if you will, at the top of the lineup, at least right now. Flaherty's 5-1 and one since the All-Star break with a .85 ERA. Hudson 8-2 and two with a 3.23 ERA. In fact, uh, that's good enough for the fact that's good enough to uh, show the Cardinals still have a league best record since the All Star break, and that, by the way, is is kind of crazy to think about it. The only team, well, then there's no team doing better than they've been doing here lately. In fact, uh, the only team to come close to them has been the Houston Astros since the All Star break. Uh, it, it it's gonna be it's gonna be close. I mean, you see how good they're playing in the in the Cubs, even though they kind of they kind of slid back a little bit after the break. They're starting to pick back up too. The Cardinals may not be the joke a lot of people thought they were, and hey, we all we all gave the Cardinals a really hard time, you know, especially in May when they didn't win a single series. We gave them a hard time in July when they didn't go and get this team help. Uh, lots of people, lots of radio personalities around St. Louis. Same thing. Hey, the front office let this team down again. They didn't go get them help. You know, a September fade is inevitable. That's what a lot of people said. I think the team heard that. I think guys like the young, like Goldschmidt, like Ozuna, Flaherty, Bueno, Yachty, they heard that and they said, you know what, we're not going to let that happen this year. This year we're going to go out and we're going to make good. 
on what we said we were going to do. The general manager wanted to see something good out of us. We're going to make good on it. And I believe with guys like Jack Flaherty and Dakota Hudson, that is completely possible. If the season ended today, the Cardinals would be facing the uh, Atlanta Braves in the division series, while the uh, winner of the wildcard game would go on to face the Dodgers. Well, when you take a look at Atlanta, you know, their, their pitching hasn't always been the greatest this season either. You know, they went out and they got Dallas Keuchel, who after kind of a shaky start to his stuff, has turned into a pretty reliable guy for him. So the Cardinals can match up to that. You know, and, and I have to agree with Bernie on this. If you listen to the Bernie show uh, a couple of days ago, he talked about what it is that's making this team work. What it is that's making this team work is run prevention. The defense. This team's ability to stifle and suppress runs. Runs are the currency of baseball. Obviously, you want more runs than the other guy. And you want to do your best to suppress runs where you can. Pretty, sim- pretty simple, right? Sounds simplistic. Not every team's good at that. And this has been one of the best defensive Cardinals team we've seen in a long time. Way better than under Mike Matheny. Mike Schilt has turned this team around in that regard, and uh, they're, they're really proving him right in a lot of ways. You know, that good defense behind a guy like Dakota Hudson, you know, a ground ball pitcher like that. I mean, extreme ground ball pitcher. We're talking nearly 60% of the time. His outs are coming by the ground ball. And uh, when, you, when you have that going on, and he's doing as well as he's doing, well, hey, uh, you got yourself the makings of a bona fide uh, second ace. You know, Flaherty with his uh, monster fastball. I mean, it is a monster fastball, to be completely honest with you. Uh, and you get him at the top of the lineup, or the top of the rotation, I should say. What other team out there can compete with that? I, I don't know of one. But that's just me. You know, it's something else to think about, too. With guys like Flaherty coming along, with a guy like Dakota Hudson coming along, do you really need to go out and look at another starting pitcher? You know, you got Genesis Cabrera waiting in the wings. Yeah, he was kind of rough whenever he first came came up, but, you know, a lot of people are. First taste of the majors, you know, get banged around a little bit. May not always be that way. Or is the temptation to go out and get a Garrett Cole or possibly a Steven Strasburg, which, by the way, I would stay away from. He's a great, very talented pitcher. Can get strikeouts like nobody's business, but the injury, the injury side, it just scares me to death. You know, he, Strasburg's the kind of guy that the moment you sign him to that big deal, he starts falling apart on you. Or the moment you, you know, it doesn't matter if you sign in a guy, train a guy, look at look, look what happened to Mark Mulder and the Cardinals. Mark Mulder was coming in to be that big ace, too. Um, but what, what do you do? Do you, do you do that? You know, one of my friends on Twitter, you know, he, he put up a uh, rotation that consisted of uh, the way he had it laid out, which is it's hard to disagree with most of it. He had Garrett Cole at the top, followed by Jack Flaherty, followed by Miles Michaelis, 
And then you had Dakota Hudson and then Carlos Martinez. And he's like, wouldn't that be so sick? And it would be sick. Maybe the exception in Carlos Martinez there at the uh, at the bottom, but we won't go into that because it's well documented that I feel like the Cardinals need to go ahead and either leave him in the bullpen or move on from him because he ain't going to be a starting pitcher. That's not going to happen. And I'd probably eat those words, but if he is a starting pitcher, it's not going to work out. Shoulder injuries, hey, someone go talk to Michael Wacke. He'll tell you all about it. So with that, I, I would change that slightly, though, to include um, – Probably Adam Wainwright, if he's willing to go another year as like your number five guy. Wayno could be a solid number five guy. And then I would move Dakota Hudson up into the three spot. Michael is down to the four spot. That would be a sick rotation, if you're asking me. But nobody does, and that's okay. This has been Lockdown Cardinals, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. And uh, rate, review, and subscribe to us in Google and Apple Podcasts and everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. I'm wrapping things up. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Uh, lots going on in terms of the uh, of what the Cardinals are doing. And uh, their next game, they're going to be up at PNC Park, 6.05 Central Time, as uh, Miles Michaelis takes the bump to go on against Joe Musgrove. Uh, very similar pitchers, it seems like. So we'll see uh, how they do. Cardinals hit Joe pretty well. But the Buckos, uh, they don't do so uh, poorly against Michaelis either. Should be a fun game. You can catch it on uh, Fox Sports Midwest or your local Cardinals radio affiliate. We'll talk to you Monday morning. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.